Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Take two. Oh fuck, I don't know what to say that way. Um, welcome to the Ugly Pop Odyssey. I am very, very sorry. The threes are very, very sorry for the fact it's took us so long to come back to you guys. We are. From the bottom of our hearts. We've all got actually actual lives, um, apart from this. And we have got some awesome news to bring the Ugly Pop Odysseus. Uh, what could be called? By the way, Martin's been at a pub. Um, I will, you, I well. tell uh, So tonight we're doing The Matrix, The Matrix Reloaded, and The Matrix Revolutions. It's a bumper package of sorts. Oh god, I keep talking. <laughs> love, love a bumper package, me. Uh, indeed. Yeah, so we're doing that. Um, so, sit back, relax. I know you missed our voices. And we are sorry, but you know, come on, let's do this. <laughs> Oh, this is going to be fun. Here we go. Hello there. It's nice to be back. Just, it certainly is. Just when you thought the world of podcasting <laughs> couldn't get any less professional. <laughs> we get one member that's right. actually been to the pub. Right. To be fair, it's like, I've, I've been out, can I, before this, point. I've been out before this, I Ross can't. isn't drinking and you're drinking now, so it's like, can you nice be like... It's a triumvirate of scumminess. Yeah, well, mm. you know. Yeah. Actually, do you know what? We should. Why don't we do the time-honoured what are we drinking? Because I think we might have our first ever caffeinated beverage. Listeners at home. Not anymore. Um, who, who? oh, you just gave it away. I was going to say, who do you think is the one that's, that's uh, the, the perpetrator of the caffeinated it's beverage? Never was here. It's like never uh, I know, exactly. Can I just point out as well, this time it's not due hangover or ah, anything. What's right. the duty? What's the duty? I need to drive tomorrow morning. Why do you need to drive tomorrow, Ross? I'm going to the hospital. Why are you going to the hospital? Because you're penis size. <laughs> <laughs> See, that makes it sound like you're saying a bad thing rather than a good thing. I know. It means a good thing, everybody. Aye, so, aye. we're going to have the first ever Ugly Pop Odyssey baby. Oh, there we go. That's, that's it. Please, please, He's claimed it already aye, for please, himself. Please not refer to my child is that no I know like, do, do you mind that one I stole when I tried to make it the, the first early pop ah, I know. how did you get away with that by the way I don't even know what happened to it did I you know. blame it on a dingo uh, that's right aye. Aye. that's right aye. dingo ate my baby yes that's the one wait, wait so, what the fuck I should probably check that big uh, congratulations to Roscoe yeah. for uh, Roscoe mate for uh, achieving yeah. achieving featherhood and all that mm. as Vince McMahon would say aye. he's a genetic jackhammer oh my 
thank okay. God above. Joy. Anyway, back yes. to the topic at hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight, as Marty so eloquently introduced, we we're going to be doing the Matrix films. Aye. Starting with 1999's The Matrix. The Matrix. Followed by 2003's The Matrix Reloaded. Reloaded. And also 2003's The Matrix Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, that's a spoiler. Uh, come on. You fucking... They know that. They know... We, we we do assume that you've all seen these films, yeah. So there will be spoilers throughout, um, and you will already know that the the second tour shape, very 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 shape. Absolutely, mm. third bottom Roscoe. Mm. I think that. So would you like? Some, Hit us with the stats, yeah, Roscoe. Like Come on, stats. Oh, throw, uh, throw them at me. Yep. So let's. Oh, there we go. That's hardly my fault. Disrupt. You see his face already. So, starring... It's causing mayhem here. Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Wedge. Pod favourite, Elfish. Pod favourite, Elfish. Yep. 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 Carrie Ann Moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hugo Weaving. Big Hugh. Ah, you've got to talk about uh, Hugo. Big Joe team. Pantoliano. Joey Pants. Joey mm-hmm. Pants. Joey Pants. Um, sorry, sorry, lads. Yeah, Keep so, listening. I know. And then... We're meh. claiming that for ourselves. Oh, yeah. The rest of them are all meh. Ah, just no. ge- generic people. I'm trying to think there's anyone else who's not meh. There's, it's funny because throughout all three, apart from the main cast, it is just the most bit part, like, journeyman actors you've ever seen. Uh, For such big budget films, they are the most journeyman any actors you've ever in, seen. Um, any more in the first one? Because generally not, because I can't think of anyone Pre- in the Nebuchadnezzar that's been in anything else ever. Pretty sure there's a guy for Coronation Street on there. Fuck off. <laughs> Wow, Jamie, right? It could, it could fucking <laughs> ham fuck's sake. I, I think most of them are Australian, and probably some of them have ended up in neighbours or home and away. At some uh, point. More than likely, eh? I, why though? Well, if I you, know Hugo is. Well, well let's keep being going. from Australia. Be, I tell you why, because being from Australia, they've got um, knowledge of a, a, a barren wasteland. Um, I'm sure that's what it is. Aye, so uh, the sixty-three million dollar budget. Um, and That's they, quite mad, man. They, they filmed it in Australia, um, hence why there's a lot of Australian actors in it. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I did not know this. I know, I, I know. Like, I thought, I just thought Hugo Weaving was in it because he's fucking amazing. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know if the location had anything to do with his casting. Probably not. Probably not. It no. did impact I, on I, who I, eventually, yes. who was willing to move to Australia for the production. As it has done for so many other films. That I, are, that are I, I feel remote I places. Fucking cool. Chris Elliott, I did not know that at all. Well, mm. Sid, like the Sydney. Did the you end, know that? No, I did. You fall? But it, it was <laughs> it was in development for about five years. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's went through a lot of. A lot of different things, but they, they made the decision to film in Australia to drop the budget so there'd be more money for the effects. Yep, good choices. Very good out. choice, absolutely. So from sixty-three million, it made four hundred and sixty-five million. God damn! At the box office for a fifteen. Aye, mm-hmm. so quite a a, a big big mm-hmm. success. Mm-hmm. Um, we were too young, sadly. I'd have loved to have seen the pictures, man. <sighs> I um we were, I, so we were like what eight and nine. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it in in the house. Like again, the, I don't know. I was probably about ten or something by the time it made it onto TV. Aye, and me and my dad watching it and just being like, I definitely, I definitely seem to remember it being an early teens thing for me in terms of when when I first seen it. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I, 
I could be wrong, but by the time Re- Reloaded came out or whatever, see when you think about it. In fact, by the time the other two came out, it what not even five years had elapsed. No, no, because so, they both came out in the uh, basically the same year. Aye. Mm. Um. So I think because of that, you're just you had this like just overwhelming, especially for being at that age, like this just overwhelming influx of all this, you know, just Matrix stuff, merchandise, oh, everything. Aye the computer games and all that so it seemed like it, for us I suppose it just feels very of a time which is that turn of the turn of the millennium type sort of uh, period of time which was ah the good old days wasn't it uh, and Absolutely. not not just a massive critical uh, not just a commercial. massive commercial success but also a big critical success as well good. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. and considering it came out in what some people Say is one of the best years right. in cinema aye, history. We've got to talk about that. up there with one of the the best of that bunch. Definitely. Right. So um, the unlucky task of trying to summarise the plot has befallen myself. But so it here rock, goes. I'm going, to, aye, I'm going to take a big gulp of my beer here. You took the you took the red bull. So. Um, I'm sure you know, but here it goes. So we start the film. I may as well just sort of try and sort of. You start off with Trinity, right? So Carrie Ann Moss is fighting some people. She's fighting some some polis, right? And it's badass. It's just straight away, it's badass, right? <laughs> fighting some polis. <laughs> anyway, she answers. Somebody somebody phones her in the phone box, and then she answers it. She disappears, and you're like, oh, "What the fuck's going on, man? Yeah, this is going to take you forever. I won't, right, I'll speed it up, right? But anyway, what the hell's going on here? Anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, we're then introduced to hacker Thomas Anderson, right? Whose hacker alias is Neo. And we know that he's um, trying to figure out what's happening with this thing called The Matrix. So he keeps seeing The Matrix, he's doing Morpheus. So he's, he's, he's curious about it, right? He's a hacker. Um, anyway, what happens is um, he ends up being lured, shall we say, by certain people. Um, courted. Uh, courted by certain people. Um, and people from the Matrix, we'll just, we'll just call it that, people for the Matrix, right? Uh, being agents, come and get them, right? Because, um, <laughs> I mean, this is already, I'm, I'm already starting to realise this is the worst. Um, ah, it's, it's pretty bad, but keep going. That's pretty bad, aye. So, um, right, long story short, it gets yes. the folk for the, the Matrix, uh, they come and get them, the agents come and get them, um, he meets Morpheus, the famous hacker and that kind of stuff. Morpheus tells him about the Matrix and how it's real and how he's know it. It's not the real world. He's living in a simulation. Real humans are being used for energy by machines. There was a war. There was a war between humans and machines. Um, and it's not the real world. He's living oh, in the Matrix. Oh, yes. um, and then he can either take a red pill or a blue pill, and he can either oh, go into the matrix. Oh fucking hell, man! Are you still at that he, part? He, he can wake. He can wake Fuck up. Sake. Shut up, right? He can. He can either. He can either see the real world, or he can stay in the matrix and and you know um, live his his simulated life. Of course, he chooses to go into the matrix. He goes into the matrix, um, sees the real world and all that kind of stuff. And there's these bad guys called agents um, who are um, trying to. Uh, oh, do, this is, this is I can't remember what are agents no, trying to do. Are they trying to keep, like, like protect the matrix or something like that? Yep. Aye, thanks, Ross. Um, so they're trying to do I, that. I'm sorry, I was just. I know. Keep, oh, keep going. I'm just man. blitzing this man. No, yeah. Hey, keep going, man. I take a drink. Right, keep going. Oh, this will be funny when he has to do one. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, right, so um, <laughs> where was I again? Oh, this is this is a calamity. Um, right, aye. So anyway, turns out that he's 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 the one. 
right? He's a prophesied person who's going to come and save humanity, right? Who, uh, by the way, have been forced underground into a city called Zion. Yeah, let's right? not dwell on that. Well, not dwell too much on that. But, uh, Fucking hell, so, man, this is, this is, I, I, it's, it's uh, really, it's it's really tough. So basically, um, right, I, I'm just going to get to the crux of what happens. The agents <laughs> want the access codes to, to Zion, so they kidnap Morpheus. They they get they get Morpheus to try and interrogate him there. So Neo then basically has to go and save him. And he in doing so learns new powers and all that kind of stuff. Um and gets stronger and everything. Fine. Batters fuck out the um Hugo Hugo Weaving uh, and batters fuck out the agents and all kind of stuff becomes this like really super super being, superhuman right. being. Um and then Rage Against the Machine plays and he flies away. I did see you, you want it back? Because you, play, yeah, like you, you want it back? Funnily enough, we've actually mentioned some of this on a previous episode. We did yeah. indeed, yes. Yeah, but we're going to talk about... This some is a better the, film, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a bit. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the um, the people who turned down roles or who were considered mm-hmm. for roles in this. The most famous being William Smith. Right, that's it, like Billy. Who turned this down to be in uh, Pod Favourite. Oh, God. Wild, Wild West. Oh, man. Um, Well, the hell were you... What were you thinking? I think that one boils down to... It was the people from Men in Black that were doing Wild, Wild West. That's right. And he thought it was just going to be the same mega hit. But did he not also say something about the... Was it not to do with the... Like the action fighting aspect to it he didn't really want to be in a film like that um, something to do with After Wild West he didn't want to be in like a, a film that was all like well he done, no, he done, no, he done Wild West it was instead it was, yeah. it was instead right. um, and, and interestingly so I mean we spoke about that before Every, this is one that one everybody knows um, the the Wachowskis after, after that didn't go ahead their choice was Johnny Depp I, I remember that being the one that they wanted yeah. most. They, 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 they didn't want Keanu Reeves. Yep. Um, you also need to remember, Roscoe, in the video <coughs> that Will Smith recently released, mm-hmm. which said he didn't take the role for Neil yep. because they basically pitched it to him as in, uh, what was it? It was like, um, can you imagine in a gunfight? But it was slow motion or something. Aye, that's what I'm saying. So maybe that's what I was meaning but the, the, the action aspect to it. Another reason, sorry, not another reason, but at that time, the Wachowskis said to him, You're going to be Neo and Morpheus is going to be Val Kilmer. That's right. Aye. Interesting. Um, What's even more interesting is that Kilmer was also considered for Neo as well. No, 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 absolutely crazy. But kind of, it's, it's easy to kind of think about that now, the way Val Kilmer is, but remember at the time when he's kind of coming off of the success of Heat? No, I'm, he'd, I'm, he'd imagine, already done Batman Forever by this point, so he was looking off his sexy fucking... Mm. Ah, well, ah, but you don't know when they were considering, because remember I told you this was True. in development for about five years. So, like, um, th- this is what I've got, right, so... The, the most famous, I would say, for, for Neo are Keanu Reeves, 
Welsh uh, Math. Welsh Math. Kelman. Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt, aye. And David Duchovny. I know, I've never heard Duchovny. Duchovny was higher on the list than... Uh, than uh, was, wasn't wasn't Leo in there somewhere as well? I I, I remember reading about him. Aye, I think he was like... There is this most... There's this famous list that's getting like seven mm. of them. I think he was on it a bit. Like, he was never going to do it. That'd be silly. I'd have liked to have seen Duchovny there. Nah, there is there is a there is a, there is a sort of facial like nah. sort of similarity between him and Keanu Reeves. Oh, he's not like badass. David Connolly couldn't battery. Keanu could. And uh, when it comes to Morpheus, we have Judge oh, well, well, um Val Kilmer. Oh, no, no, no. We have Kevin Costner. Right. Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Oh God. Wow. Oh, sorry, that, wow. sorry, sorry, wow. this is still for Neil. All right. Oh my God. Still for Neil, oh. we have, we have Kevin, Kevin Costner, Costa, Neil. Tom Cruise, Brandon Lee, even though I'm pretty sure he was dead by this point. The most famous <laughs> three... The, the most famous... So it's just an official list you're looking oh, at. No, no, they, no, they I, I, I've only had these ones before. They considered the body double they used to finish the crow. <laughs> <laughs> well, the man's dead. <laughs> Actually... Um, Morpheus is even better, right? So we all know the main one, Sean Connery was apparently offered it. I don't believe that, but well, we also have. Or you take the book out and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Oh fucking hell, man! The like... agents are coming. <laughs> Agent Smith. Do you is all that matters? <laughs> so we have Gary Oldman. He'd be badass in anything. So. Well, exactly. Um, sort of thing. Um, Samuel Jackson. <laughs> it, it, it would almost be made too much about... Too much a joke. Too uh, much uh, about Samuel. Uh, did that. And uh, Val Kilmer and uh, Russell Crowe. So that was... What Russell Crowe just bought him a bit. Just walking Making through the streets. Making money, moving so He's uh, fired around the world. Just walking through the streets in the Matrix and battering photographers. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Anyway, so that's uh, some of the casts. It's quite obvious what the Matrix has influenced, you know, on the the number of parodies and everything. But have you ever kind of looked into where they got a lot of the the ideas? Be honest with you, no. Basically right. from basically from Asia. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Hey, one of your favorite films is like when they exist within the Matrix bus. Equilibrium. Yes. Oh well, of course, because it's it's it's, it, it's a very famous one, run of the what they called the Matrix clones, wasn't it at I'm the time? So, nah. aye, definitely. But no, I've never really looked into where it came from. Even even though I mean stuff that you wouldn't think of off the top of your head, but like Disney's Tron. Oh well, of course, right. Into kind of virtual worlds and yeah. stuff like yep. this, and even films that were coming out just before this, they, they all seem to be kind of coming in this line. Dark City, if you've ever seen that, I've never um, seen it, but I've heard it mentioned alongside yep. the Matrix a lot. So obviously there's the whole philosophy as- aspect that they're really deep into. and I mean, in the first one, it's not too bad. They don't go over the top with it, but it's there if you want it. Um, You're right, it's not too bad in the first mm-hmm. one. In it's the first a one. wee sprinkling, mm-hmm. which, it is is. Enough, it is. Yes. which is enough. Um, but they had a, a massive influence um, from... Japanese animation. Yeah, uh, I like, so, like like you. You're the man for that. So go for well, it. Well, the look, the look, and the kind of feel, uh, stuff like Ghost in the Shell or Akira for MD that's seen Aye. any of that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, also, for the the 
hand-to-hand combat, they took a lot of inspiration from a film called Fist of Legend, which was Jet Li in the kind of early to mid-90s, I think. I can't remember the guy's name off the top of my head that done it, but they got him in to do all this kind of stuff. And what they done is they used wires to lift people up. You probably, other than The Matrix, the most famous one, and it's the same guy. Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yep. Um, so that's a bit more can I, that's uh, arguably more non-realistic than the Matrix fight so I would say I think the, uh, like they the, go like like fucking 20 feet in there on that and yeah I mean uh, uh, the, the I, most like I don't know if we're gonna go into um, talk about this because but it's just tell me anything <laughs> uh, but the the hand to hand and and I, I don't mean the I don't mean the the wires and all that but the hand to hand is still pretty much pretty much unbeatable I would say like not apart from apart from the apart from the raid which is well, like the benchmark for everyone uh, I think you've uh, both the, of them the, both the, seen the, right so you uh, you both seen the raid yeah. right nobody who is listening to this I would suggest has seen the raid right well and if you have any well fucking <laughs> honest to God. It's just, but like, even in like nineteen ninety nine, the raid was what I don't know, like at least twenty years later. I I think that the two of them are the pretty much the benchmark for. I'd love to. I can't remember the guy's name, but the guy who you're talking about, um, I. It's it, not the guy that's in Die Hard, is it? No, the, I was talking no. about the guy, the you know guy, who, cho- the guy who choreographed uh, you know what I mean, the stuff, right? Or 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 um, he was because <coughs> apparently um um. He was uh, into some sort of some particular style of kung fu, for lack of a better term, I don't know. Um, where it was him who sort of came up with the idea of all the different sort of fighting styles that Neil downloads, is downloaded into his brain, and that kind of stuff. How much do you love it when it comes up saying drunken boxing? boxing. <laughs> there you go. Aye. I'm pretty good at that. <laughs> Back your day, maybe. Honestly, just, just, oh, I love it. I fucking love it. I know. But in terms, right? So, like, like, um, can you remember my boxers here? Um, <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake, that's the last thing we need. Eh, <laughs> uh, like those, like, mate, those, those fights. They, they are still like. Do you know what I love? I just love like. And the, Keanu versus um, Keanu versus Lawrence Fishburne one is just so very different for the. Uh, Neo versus Aaron Smith one. It's like like we've all heard the story like Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves fucking like just trained like absolute motherfuckers to do this thing in the dojo kind mm-hmm. of thing, mm-hmm. and like like that's like what what you know so it's what twenty twenty two years twenty two mm-hmm. yeah like mm-hmm. that the now is just like it still looks perfect aye one hundred percent ten out of ten perfect aye the the one thing I would say is though is just because of the time it came out and it's that kind of clean fighting almost yes yes you move and on, then you move on from that and they then get born Aye. you get born you get um the dark knight trilogy you get uh daniel craig's you know, bond you know and all this kind of dirty fighting where it almost looks know, as if nothing nothing hurts Aye. and in this one Aye, Aye. that's true um but I it, think it, it fits in with it being a yep. simulated reality which uh, people are, I, but exactly. i don't i i don't you you're 100 percent right 
But I don't think people would get that. They would they would look at that ring going, oh, it looks fake. And but you're like, oh, have you watched The Matrix? It's not Well, they should be waking up with black eyes and all that then, shouldn't they? Yeah. Um, another influence and another fan favourite on the pod. Mm-hmm. Barry, get your keyboard ready. Is it John Woo? Oh, my it's God. John Woo. It's the egg, mate. It's the egg. <laughs> the absolute egg. Aye. Um... <laughs> John Woo and I mean whenever you see someone doing a cartwheel sideways with an Uzi I mean I wonder what the influence was I mean it's 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 the egg it's the egg man (laughs) (laughs) cuckoo cuckoo hard boil Um, his his, the kind of gunfights in his films like the ones when he was still in Hong Kong are so tell me um, when you put that bit in the film uh, Wachowski's tell me when you did that uh, where the guy was uh, cartwrighting sideways with an Uzi. Um, who were your influences? Uh, no, I just, I just made that up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I thought of that last night. I had, I had a dream. And uh, uh, the guy was in fucking that. But that's the, the funny thing is, is that um, a lot of people, a lot of casual cinema goers, their first um, introduction to this kind of wire foo mm. and that gunplay right. oh, is like, the Matrix. Slow motion yeah. um, wires, uh, the, 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 the bullet time well, and all that. Was, the, yeah. the bullet time was almost pretty much invented in this film. Yep. And I mean, it's, it's one of those. I, I went it's the, back. John Woo must be long at going, ah, oh, fuck you. Why did I <laughs> they, they, well, Bullet time, the way I think of bullet time, right, is they, they this is like to talk again about the, the cultural impact of this. Mm-hmm. And and we're we're going to talk a wee bit about the technical stuff as well. I suppose this this is part of it too. But one of the big reasons that that this had that impact just visually was because I think people just couldn't get their head around the fact that the Wachowskis had improved slow motion. They had basically <laughs> basically up until that point, every day, like you say, John, we're not going to stop are doing slow motion. Then Wachowskis go at that. We can actually do one more than slow motion. Mm-hmm. The most famous. Um... If people don't know the Matrix mm-hmm. and they watched it, the most famous thing is the like the the backwards um, bending backwards. I would, I, I, I would suggest that young girls any. Or Trinity's, Trinity's kick. kick ah yes, that's aye. a scary movie. Isn't it? Aye, it's so. kind of it's kind of cool, like when you actually sort of look into how they do it, because mm-hmm. it's it's real time stuff that's slowed down, but then it's captured from. Basically, the cameras uh, are... It's, it's slow, slow motion... But you can go into it in 3D. Slow, uh, slow motion action, but a kind of dynamic camera but, but that's you're, moving in real you're time. In it. Yeah, that's it, aye. So it gives the effect of slow motion. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling like everything's slowed down, except you're actually participating and in the, your, your the scene, view, you're in it? Your aye. view is at regular speed. It's very so cool. you're spinning around in normal time, but they're moving. Aye, that's it, aye. And it obviously, like I, su- I suppose, when you really look at the budget... Um, it's just a big budget film, but I know, but mate, it's like generally, like I, 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 I Roscoe, I didn't know that. Aye, I, a lot of people just think it's just slow motion. It's, no, it's no, no, I, I generally thought that budget would be like a hundred million or something. See, like, see, the thing I know, is, I know. I, I've got a feeling though. I, I was reading something, and I remember. I, I don't know if the budget or if the studio was really fully behind it, but I remember mm. reading something that they showed the the guys at Warner Brothers, um, the first scene with Trinity fighting. I felt that, and that when the kind of camera spins round uh-huh, the she's yeah. in midair and then kicks a guy and then after that they were just like no right go we're it's still, you know, it's still pi- utterly badass I can picture that because um, I think they, they, they'd done Bound mm-hmm. uh, before that and I, think, I don't think there's anything can, can I just say right now before we even go we've got we've got a lot to cover tonight but I think 
right now, I think people don't really give Trinity enough credit. Like she's like that's because Neil. That's because they sing too. Maybe, but I still think she she still has some of the most badass moments in all three. Um, mm. I do, and mm, um, no. honestly, well, 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 we'll go on to talk about that then. Uh. Um, so, <laughs> but I know I think like, like you see that first opening scene. Oh my god! And another thing that I wanted to raise as well, just about the first film, is um, so we're not really discussing the sort of like the sort of the mishmash of of sort of visual influences and styles that are in the film, which then that then set off this like chain reaction of whole mm. other films that that copied it. Yeah. So it's get that cinematography the. That's the, the kind of green hue. So on that note, <laughs> but, right? But I, so, so first I, of all, right? I think <clears throat> one of my favourite things about the first film, which was totally lost in the second films, is not nothing to do. We'll, we'll talk about that, right? But nothing to do with the sort of coloration and that kind of stuff. But the first <coughs> film had um, Martin. I'm going to show you a technique. Mark, that's Martin's coaster that keeps flapping. But what you do is you put press down one end first to release the suction, and then you get see see. <sighs> release the suction. Keep talking. There you go. Happy with that, Martin? I mean, see you do it. Like, show, show the class that you no, can do it. No, because this, one class is, that you can do this it. one's finished, though, so I need right, to okay. so put it in the next pod. <sighs> right, anyway, so... Um, oh, my fucking God above. Right, so... <laughs> aye, the first film had had a quite a strong... It might not have been a deliberate inference, but it had a, a film noir feel. Um, certainly in the... Certainly in the opening half of the film, mm-hmm. where, I mean, look at the whole bit where... He's, t- he's bundled into the car. Oh, mate, under the When the agents get to him and all that stuff. And even when he's when he first meets Morpheus and all that, yeah, it's yeah. total film noir. But uh, uh, beyond that, like you say, the, the, the coloration. So <clears throat> it's interesting because uh, I don't know I don't know if this was... I could be totally wrong in, in terms of the timeline of this, but I remember reading that the coloration was a way to distinguish between the Matrix and the real world. Yep. So whenever it has the sort of greenish hue, yeah, it's, in the, it's the Matrix. Yeah. And whenever it's got the sort of colder tones, the blue... Aye, but they, they, they took that and then they went fucking... Aye, I, that's what I'm saying. I can't, I don't know whether that was like strictly throughout the mm. film thing, I know, but again, that sort of greenish sort of thing was what struck me about the first one. Mm. I really loved the feel of it. But I, it's not that in the first one. Uh, when, when, he, when he works... Uh, I know it's that's that's, that's all it's green. In, compared that's to in the, the Matrix, no, it's, not, it's not as heavy-handed. Aye, aye. Yeah, true, aye, but aye. it's definitely there. Aye. One mm. thing I thought that they lost going from the Matrix to the the sequels, and to be fair, in the second half of the film there wasn't as much, but the the body horror. Oh, definitely. See when he's being interrogated and his mouth closes over. Yeah. Like and that, I remember that gave me anxiety yeah, when I was like twelve. And, and the wee. Um, the tracker, the wee thing that goes in his belly button, yeah. right? um, right. and even even when he wakes up, how horrible like, that like, is. Taking the thing out of his mouth and Aye. all that, I would say that's a. Ugh, I, I wouldn't say they had any intention of doing any kind of body horror. I don't know, but see the whole the whole aspect of the agents doing that to mm. people, making their mouths close over. Yep. None of that was kind of explored any further at all. No. Which is a shame because it could have been interesting. Well, that's that's just one of that's one of a litany of offences that has been that has been um, perpetrated by the just the continuation of the franchise in general, mm. uh, which is that the loss of the sort of the, the mythology and the, the sort of backstory to all this kind of stuff. Um, aye, it's, it, it really is a shame, but um, it's interesting just about the 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 influences not in the cultural impact that we spoke about because it obviously came out in nineteen ninety nine. Roscoe nineteen ninety nine is a year. Yes, 
Um, massive, massive, year massive year. Um, I guess it gets, it gets spoken about as one of the the best years ever. I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really buy that. To be honest, I mean, I, I don't buy I, not because it's not a good year, but uh, but you could literally do. Like I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's a weird one because there's some films that are considered really great now that were a bit underappreciated at the time. Mm-hmm. Fight Club. Yep. And there's other films that were really appreciated at the time that people now look at and think, ah, I think we got that wrong. American Beauty. Um, oh, oh, hey. But you've you also, like American Beauty, Roscoe? No, I'm just saying other people. Other people have kind of... Buzz American Beauty? Because we're never going to do it, so it gives you a 10-second I mean, opinion. My 10-second opinion, Kevin Spacey is magnetic and, and he's in, but now that he's a dick... Um, How's your dick? And a piece of, piece of <laughs> shit... Um, I don't know. I, th- I, th- I, th- I thought it was like fairly entertaining due to him, but I don't really have much of an opinion beyond that. Oh, anyway, shut up. Outside of that, you've got the other cultural. Because you're wrecked. Go ahead, say it. Go on. He's absolutely unbelievable, isn't it? No, why is he a dick? Why, why is Kevin Spacey a dick? Aye, right, please explain then for everybody that's listening. Because he's a, a. Oh, here we go. Going to get sued. Like right, a, here we go. Like a sex. Pissed, like oh, a pervert, oh, six oh, pervert. Oh, 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 right, bank on track, Roscoe, what were we saying about 1999? <laughs> um, so you had the... <laughs> there, there was another um, cultural phenomenon. <laughs> Kevin Spacey's lawyer's just I banging know, the door down, uh, didn't uh, it? Drag you away. Probably trying to fucking rape me, I know. Oh, God, right, Ross, sorry, continue. Um, is that they're going to sue us? They're going to sue us for... Oh, I'm going to sue you for that fucking... I'm going to sue you for that fake fucking Coca-Cola fucking bottle. Hey, so slagging my living room. Sorry, mate. This has descended into anarchy. This... Oh, look at Barry trying to make it seem as if he's like some kind of... You can't even talk into the microphone Some straight. kind of working class guy. He sees his living room, but he means he's dating room. Anywho. Um, continue, Ross. Uh, other, other cultural <laughs> phenomenon that year. Let me the, keep this in. Shut up. Keep it in. talk. Keep it in. Keep it in. Love it. The Six Sense. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, you, you think about... Back when M. Night was good. Oh, come on. Like, um, hey, so, I, I knew I knew the ending of uh, Six Sense for like years before I watched it. I, but we're talking about the year 1999 specifically. People get into the cinema... To watch the Sixth Sense didn't know the ending before they went in, Martin. Fair. Aye. You okay. just said you knew the ending before you watched it. Aye. Aye. Years later. Aye. Yeah, I was watching the Sixth Sense when I was eight. You fucking daft. But that's what I mean. His his points r- rubbish, Barry. Okay, right. No, right. <laughs> just no, I, I'm just I'm, I'm meaning like I'm, I'm meaning like for you to. Did uh. you know that like, before? We're we're getting very off. We are way off the we track. We are, but you can answer yeah. it right now. <sighs> No, I didn't know. I didn't pro- know. Probably not. No, when yeah. I first watched I it, my my tiny mind had not developed enough to actually foresee that outcome. I, I didn't know, but think think about all these films. All these films, like you know, I I see dead people. Tyler Durden, you know, uh, the was the first real fight club. Uh, I, the Matrix, uh, the Red Pill, Blue Pill. All these things are just like completely stuck. 
Ah, there, there's, all, there's almost like the precursor. Culture. It's almost like the precursor to memes nowadays. Uh, it's, it's, it's like, like you're uh, kind of rolling into the kind of millennium and uh, Y2K and everything and all uh, this stuff. Yeah, just... it's like a it's like a generation, mm. uh, generation even, X kind of thing. Isn't it? Even when yeah, you like, look at see like Fight Club and how filthy that world is, mm-hmm. and the same with the Matrix. Yep. You know, it's got like a shiny world shit. Uh, it's got like a kind of, and... there's a shiny exterior, but That's you kind of go a couple of streets back. Grimy. It's no, like, you're right. I eh? I don't know if it was just a kind of feeling at the time, you know, a bit. Of, I like grunge. Yeah, I like the second wave of grunge. Aye, the, the grunge generation finally getting some film funding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plaid everywhere. I no, you're right. Definitely, man. We'll take that. Okay, everybody. I know you've been waiting forever for this, so let's go for pure quality and. Pure shite. There we go. Nice. Thanks, Barry. Hell, these these poor bastards have been waiting for this for months. I know they've been waiting for pure shite moments. I know for so long. Barry, you can sell my notes here. Yes. Would you like to tell us your pure quality moment from 1999's <laughs> The Matrix? <laughs> my pure quality moment. Um, I'm thinking will be different for yours, and I, I think it'll be a wee bit different for everybody else's as can well. Can I just say, by the way, I have not. Written mine down. Or you've, been f- a, you've fucking gone to see a fucking stupid football match and drink at the pub's more important to you than preparing for a, a very important the, podcast. You got to see the, the, the football match. Eh? Who's playing there? Eh? Give me uh, who, who was it that was playing? It? No, who was it that was playing? Man City Liverpool when I went to her, I could. So I'm fucking Man City Liverpool, there you go. Yeah. So important. Anyway, um, so uh, it's miles more important than your fucking pure quality. So let's hear it, mate. You're only embarrassing yourself further. <laughs> I suspect that, but I'm going to keep doing it. Go. Right, my pure quality is just because it gives me a wee feeling every time it happens. One of those things, like when, a film that you love, when a certain scene happens, where you go like, "Yes, we're in this film." Like, do you know what I mean? Hmm. It's when the agents go to get him at his work. Right. Really? That, that whole bit with him in the cubicles and sneaking away from them, and then he's and then, out the window. Aye. Um, that's that's that's, that's odd. That that's is odd. A, no because it's it's the bit that makes when you really think about it. This is how I'll encapsulate my choice here. You've had the bit with Trinity at the start. You know that there's like mental s- stuff. Mental, and sorry, that, yeah. This is where like the two worlds collide. Yep. Aye, he's right? been proper drawn and, in, and it actually starts mm. to become like, the music. Shit gets real. Aye, the music kicks up. It becomes really tense. Mm-hmm. The whole way that that's done is kind of Hitchcockian. It's like I don't know. It's just a bit where it always makes me go. This this is fucking happening. It's brilliant. It gets me going. Um, so that's my pure quality. Uh, uh, nice, thanks. thanks. Original Mario. Mm. Pure quality for the Matrix. Fuck's sake. I've got a feeling many Try years. Into the mic. Probably end up the same, but. Um, do you know? Not not really, because I I was just thinking of one there. Um. I don't want to steal yours, but can I say one that <laughs> might. <laughs> I don't think Wait, it will. Just I don't... tell us what your pure quality. No, because it won't be though. It, it won't be though. Like it, it, so, uh, this isn't going to be. But uh, the end of it with uh, the end of it with Rage Against the Machine, wake up is like fucking. Oh, just, aye, that's, like, that's like, like you've achieved like, full master at that like point. Stoner, yeah. stoner, stoner. No, but I'll go for the. Um, I'll go for the. Like, the subway fight. Uh, oh, good choice. Uh, good choice. Uh, yeah, uh, subway great. fight. Good. What do you like about that, Martin? Well, is, is this part of your... Like, <laughs> Let's get him to talk no, now. I mean, no, I mean, I think... Barry gave us a, a yeah, kind of... Yeah. He was using um, words like Hitchcock. Subway fight, Euros. 
No, the the bit I like about it is the the choreography, man. It's just like it's like one of the even if like you've got like stuff before it and stuff mm-hmm. after, it's still even twenty two years later. It's still in the top five ever, and like I can imagine, like I honestly, I love stuff like this. Like you know when you hear these stories about. Um, Hugo Weaver and Keanu Reeves just like working that and like mm. actually becoming actual fucking fighting fucking um, maniac badasses and they're fighting each other. I love shit like that. Aye, aye, so I think that's, that, that's the reason why I see whenever you hear these stories about them actually learning how to fight and all aye, that, aye. I love so that's, that's, that's why. I do, I do love that bit and it's one that I considered and especially the bit when they're they're kind of entangled midair shooting and they yeah. land in the ground uh, both oh, pointing yeah. guns at each other and they both yes. click yep. it's great that is awesome I know what is it um, Agent Smith says you're empty <laughs> and, then, so, and then Neil so, so are you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> uh, uh, Neil says so are you uh, um, you got you got to grab that uh, I think I've got, I've got to have to get some sort of fucking clip out of that Jesus Christ that's what he says is it what's he say again you're empty. So yeah. <laughs> right, Ross, what's your, your quality? Well, it's no Neil whispering seductively, <laughs> Agent Smith. God, listen, if nothing else, we're going to get some good fucking audio clips uh, out of this fucking mess tonight. Um, ah, there's, so, there's so many good fight scenes in this, whether it's the kind of the dojo or mm-hmm. you know, oh, things man, like this. Just... But my favourite and the bit that I just always... Neil's fighting Morpheus. But, but I always love it. Neil's fighting Morpheus and everything fucking is <laughs> fucking amazing. Honestly amazing. Uh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> Sorry, Russ. It's uh, the fight in the lobby. It's not a fight. Well, the gunfight in oh, the lobby. Oh, aye, well, aye, aye, of course. Aye. Huh? Just, enough, just all those pillars and... Aye. Oh, the aye. sound of concrete. Aye, aye, just, aye. just keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Yep. It's going to be this for the next three minutes. Keep doing it, Russ. Aye, it's just the concrete flying everywhere. It's so dynamic. Yeah, here, here's one, right. What's your favourite moment for it? favourite moment from it um, probably the way it starts when Neil kind of just opens up his, oh, his yeah, coat yeah. Holy his shit. It's my so favourite moment is when Shani goes up to the guy boots the shotgun oh, over his head that's so cool. and shoots him aye, that is aye. so cool just aye. fucking class um, I mean that's that's very much uh, to me that bit that you're talking about Ross is like an obvious lift from T2 into mm. the I insist like it Oh, it, it, it really is. That's that's. But it is. I'm sorry. It is. Fuck like, it's no. It is. It's like no. the oh, we can't like, let people in. Other, they all show their guns. I insist. Like it is. Not for me. I mean, it's, I'm, cool. I'm, I'm it's not, cool. It's cool. Any any film that, right, that borrows don't... from the best ever is cool with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. right, there you go. So there um, we go. We'll, right. go. we'll go round again. We will, let's go round again. What is this? The pure pure shade. Yeah. What is it? Sorry, sorry. What was it, Ross? It is. You're shite. I see. Barry. Okay. Um, oh, wasn't he quick enough in the draw there? Uh, right, so... <laughs> You're shite. I think it's going to be the same as Martin's. <laughs> well, no. Really? Up once I say it. But pure shite is uh, Spoon Boy. Oh. Fucking hell. Spoon Boy. I don't know why. It just fucking annoys me so nice much. Pash. Do you know what? Nice he just want to slap his head. I day, day kind of just... I mean, sorry. I mean, it's just so annoying. Jeez. I think it's because it's the, it's the beginning of the mumbo-jumbo... It's the oh, beginning mate, of the, mate, the nonsense. Are, like you, this is the most right you have ever been hey. to the podcast, right? But do you know why it's annoying, right? It's because, like, you know how when you're you're watching the Matrix at the very end, and Neo isn't the one, uh-huh. and then you're watching the next two mm-hmm. until 
the last minute of Matrix Revolutions, you're going to be like, ah, oh, is that wee fucking bald cunt in it? Who's the fucking, <laughs> is that wee bald guy who's the one in it? Oh, they, it, becomes, it becomes the one at the end of the I first know, film. I know, I know, but at the end of the day, you're like, you're like, ah, you're like, ah, fucking bald guy in it. He's just starting to do it. It's, it's Yuri Geller. Yes, yes, I didn't even argue with that one. Oh, that yeah. way. Right. That oh, way. No, I've, I've always said it was you to get Shan didn't even know who Somebody fucking bought the Australian cunt. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, God. It is not the spoon that bends. Fuck it off. is yourself. I need to come up with something more aggressive than the flush, don't I? Nah, he deserves it. I just, no, but remember, I'll show you, it goes differently. So, so it does. Uh, Aye. Hmm. Could be getting anti clockwise um, flushed. Fucking Right, Martin, now that you've got the aggression out your system, what is your pure shit? No, I don't think he does. Moment. Still plenty left in there. That's even like a wee boulder boy. <laughs> I'm surprised you did, because me and you always talk about fucking hating him. I know, I know, I just, uh, fucking hell, I fucked it up. Like, let me, give me 30 seconds to try and hinky one, and then if I don't hinky right. it, well, you're, while you're hinky, I'll, I'll bring up one thing. How fucking crap is the spoon that is delivered to Neo in the second one? How's that supposed to be the first? Is that supposed to be the same spoon? I think it's just a spoon. Right. That's been fashioned in thought, Zion because they've no he's not somehow brought a spoon out of the right, matrix. I've always thought I've never really understood that. I've always thought that that was because now it was like a gift from one of the orphans or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. I always thought that that was some sort of callback to that. It is. Right, but the the Wayne Benz spoons. Aye. So why have they given him given him a spoon that's just all dented? Because they're living in this kind of weird caveman but futuristic society where they can make grand machines. To help them breathe and have clean water, but they're kind of can, can he forge a simple silver spoon? Yes. Do you know what I've realised? Right. I've just fucked it because I've fucked my I've fucked oh, my um, you're kidding. No, I fucked my <laughs> hey, excuse me. I fucked my pure quality. What's the fuck count here? My right. pure quality is actually Joe Pantaleono's steak. Oh well. And now that's that fucking hell. That is fucking amazing. See, this is what happens when you go to the pub. You know what I mean? <laughs> that. That put me on his steaks. That steak. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Quality. Uh, I'm just surprised against, that in, in, your, uh, in your current lurid state that you didn't choose the women in the red dress. You know some... Um, <laughs> no, um, pure, pure shite, I would say. Um, just the... The... Trinity fall in love with Neil. It's just a bit too fucking... Be more specific, come on. Like... Come on, pure pure, pure like, shite moment. I will just choose an entire, entire love story arc. No, but like, uh, but that's... Let's be honest, like, no kind cares about the both of them through the entire thing. So I would say, aye, the start of that is my pure shite. Because it's like the worst thing throughout the entire series. I'll let you away with that as long as you don't see it again for the other two. <laughs> um, Ross? No, I won't. No, there's fucking about a million things to hey, fucking pure shite for Revolution GJ uh, hey, Neil and Trinity being in love right her um, a slight back snide here eh? I, I, I wish she does like no good in the first one but the rest she's, she's, it. she's incredible don't you dare in the first one yes here. in the other ones she is terrible <sighs> anyway um, I, I also don't like the orphan but that's not mine um, <laughs> <laughs> make that a fucking <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the orphan. Uh, right. Oh, that's happening. But the the other two that's fantastic. that I thought of, and it's just something that oh, annoys traffic. me for the the rest of the series. Like, <laughs> I like the ending with the music, good. 
the flying thing. That bugs me. Or just him being able to fly in general. That bugs me a lot. See if they'd have ended it like that and there was never any yes, other Yes, never films. another one. And he just walked amazing. away like badass, like just but, with his coat. But see, no, but see, if, see that, if they didn't have another two I, and they ended it like that, amazing. I, I'd be fine. I'd but, be fine with that. But then it's like, he just turns into fun. Superman and it's annoying. Anyway. He's doing but, a Superman oh, thing. Oh, shock. But my... You fucking... My real pure, save it, save it for the fucking. My real pure shite one is the the massive plot hole. Oh, which oh one? Oh god, the the massive plot hole. Oh god, that Cipher um mm-hmm. is is kind of a saboteur, mm-hmm. right? Oh god, good, and good you've, fucking. Good. Oh, you've been watching. That's why Ross is the man. You've been watching how people access the Matrix and are disconnected from the Matrix the Oop. full way through. Yes. Who plugs him in to go and have his? secret meeting with the agents and who disconnects them for all that machinery oh we've made God. it we've made it like an hour or so in before we wow. re- before we realise this yeah. um, yes it's a major major thing that's but a very good point not without so, yeah, so not without the, all, the realm can't you plug yourself in no no you sure I mean, he probably could. Very difficult, but how does he disconnect himself when he's out, unconscious? It's clearly out the realms of possibility. It's not out with the realms of possibility they could do that, but yes, it's very bad. So what are you talking about? It's obviously Tank and Dozer. But, but why would they... Why would they fucking plug him into fucking meet Smith? Right. And they don't know they, he's got to go and do that. But they're constantly looking at But they can look at, at what he's doing the whole time. Maybe they were on a like piss pick oh, or something. Oh, fuck off. You fucked it so much. I've no. I'm actually offering solutions just because... Well, yeah, Tank and Dozer <laughs> are no fucking... Like, just at the screen at this point. Uh, this they, guy's, they'd, this went, guy's, uh, they'd went to go smoke a fat blonde. The, How'd the, you see that? Oh. They've, they've plugged him into this very, very dangerous don't world don't where they can die. Me, and he's away for a piss. I'll be fine for five minutes. He's mm. just away at that restaurant now. I'm fine. This has stink like, man. Fuck me. Anyway. <laughs> see, it's just numbers. There you oh, go, there's some good bits and bad bits for you. Absolutely. And orphans. <laughs> Orphan hatred. Yeah, we can. <laughs> right, so my take in the films, really, um, starting with the first one, agree with everything you guys have said. Um, massive cultural impact. Something that's stuck with me forever is one of those films that, from a young age, you know, at that time you're, you're really taking an interest in film, is one of my favourites. Um, hard to ignore whenever it's on the telly if not impossible to ignore. Um, and the, the the sort of ache in my heart is just always when I watch that and I think, if that had just been a standalone film, right. if that had just been it, you know. Um, but yeah, the look, the film noir aspects of the first one, the sort of mystery behind it, the mystique, um, everything that I think could have been expanded upon in your own imagination was what made it special. Mm-hmm. Um, I always think of it that way. Um so for me, I, I'm not going to give it a 10, I'm going to give it a 9.5. The reason I'm not giving it a 10 is because it's not, I mean, outside of like simple things like I couldn't say that uh, that type of film would be like a 10 for me. I would need to then look at stuff like it's it's essentially like a, it is essentially a superhero film. It's like it's something where people have superhuman Abilities and all this kind of stuff. Um, no, I is. Oh, Neo's on. the one. Come on. Um, and it's a, bit, it's a small kind of thing. I, I don't know. It, conceptually, it's brilliant, but I, I, I can't give it a 10. Um, it's, 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 not, it's not a 10 for me. So 9.5, I think. Respectable. Mm-hmm. 
1999's The Matrix. The Matrix. The Matrix. Um, it's probably one of the biggest cultural um, pop culture bonanzas that's ever happened in our lifetime. Um, I, it, everything, people, even people that haven't seen it, know about it. They know about the whole red pill, blue pill, yeah. everything. You, yeah. They could name you characters from it. It's so well done. Um, it doesn't go too far into the kind of philosophy bullshit that the sequels does. All the action's great, memorable. Uh, it's it's a ten. It's like, oh, you uh, somebody went and done it. I did toy with going like see because of that kind of plot hole. Mm-hmm. I was like, should I not cap a, a point off of that? But no, because because <sighs> of how, how well it is, uh, you can overlook that. That mm. was it was difficult to pick a pure shape, and so there you go. I'll give it a nine. A nine. Uh, it's uh, it's it's just it's just incredible. Um, it has it's one of the best. Um, M M M M Buzz. It's not me. It's but we went to the pub. Mate, maybe, number eight, and you may punch me. Then I put any food and then just went to the pub to watch or some shit game of football and then turn up to the podcast. Uh, that wasn't me. That that's not me. It's one of the best, and it's probably in the top five best. It's one of the, it, it's, it's, it's very hard to describe. It's one of the top one of the top five best action films ever. And then and then you just and then you just get this. this, right. this you this, just this. get reloaded, which is the next you, time you got it. Right. Listen, I I really like. Sorry, right okay. So <laughs> make sure you have it uh, a nine. I've got that. Yep. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.